Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 226, and I'm calling it energy takers versus energy givers, because I am feeling the energy struggle these days. I went to a conference last week for other bloggers. It was great. It was good to see some other people, but you guys, I was so useless. I got back on Friday and went straight to homecoming and all that kind of stuff. And um, anyway, on Saturday, it's like I had absolutely nothing to give. Anyway, so um, it just made me think about energy and just what things give energy and take energy. That was a thing that was worth it. Like it was worth it to me. And I, I know to build in some time. I don't like it when I get back on a Friday so that the, t- the day that I'm basically recovering from having traveled is uh, a day when I like to be with my family. So that wasn't ideal. But there are things that I'm willing to put tons of energy into knowing that I'm going to have to recover from that. I'm going to have to regain that energy. But there are other things in my house that it's not worth it. Do you know what I mean? Like things that should not be taking energy, but just zap it. Like they just suck it away. I thought about naming it energy suckers, but you know, I don't know that sounded tacky, but anyway, but that is what I'm talking about because it's just, there's certain things that I'm willing to give energy for, but a lot of things in my house, I'm not willing to give energy for. Um, and so I have to figure out where should my energy go and when to keep it from being something that doesn't deserve to suck the life out of me, but does if I don't do it. I feel like I'm getting confusing, but I'm going to keep going. Before I get started, though, I wanted to remind you that I do have two books, um, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind and Decluttering at the Speed of Life. And they're both available wherever books are sold in whatever format you like to consume your books. So you can get them in paperback and mark them up. You can get them on Kindle or Nook, or you can uh, get them as audiobooks. They're available on Audible and I think every other audiobook, you know, format, wherever you can get it. Um, Also at a lot of libraries. Anyway, so uh, those will take you through without rambling because I, you know, had professional editors on those. Anyway, 
I anyway, but I get a little bit like, oh my goodness, seriously, they're going to start talking about the Enneagram because they start talking in all these codes and they're like, oh, I'm a blah and I'm a this number and I'm a that number. And I'm like, I can't remember what every number is. So that means nothing to me. But anyway, um, but what the reason I'm bringing this up is that I think I mentioned it when I did an interview with Emily of Mom Struggling Well. We went to a podcasting conference together right at a year ago and uh, we were riding home and she, I was driving. And so she made me take this Enneagram test to find out what number I am. And the basics of the Enneagram, as far as I understand it, without going into it too much, because this podcast is not about Enneagrams, is that like there's nine numbers and they're basically personality types. But I think what supposedly makes it different is that it goes with your motivation, like how you see the world and what's your motivation, not necessarily how you act, but what motivates you. Anyway, so I came out as a five and I hear a lot of people say that, oh, they thought they were this number and then they're not. I don't care enough to like super figure out what, what I am. But I hear a lot of different things about fives and I go, yeah, that's me. Anyway, I won't go into all of it. Basically, it's like overly analytical, like can become paralyzed by how much research and analyzing has to be done. And <laughs> that's basically me, you know, overthinking my house for so many years and instead of just actually doing the dishes and figuring out that oh, doing the dishes makes a big difference. Uh, anyway, so the whole thing of that is not the point. What's the point is that one of the things that is said about fives is that they are very, and this is me paraphrasing as someone who doesn't care that much, um, very stingy with their energy. Okay. And like weigh things according to how much energy it's going to take. They budget their energy. And I'm like, that is me. But again, with that overthinking, sometimes I budget it incorrectly, you know? And, and when I think about this, I think about the years and years of how I survived as someone who did not have my house under control, as someone who had way more stuff than could ever possibly fit comfortably in the space that I had and who did not keep up with any kind of daily habits consistently. Okay. The way I survived was huge bursts of energy. So, I mean, when I lived by myself, it would be, okay, I'm going to spend this Saturday and clean from top to bottom. Before we had kids, that's the same thing. My husband would go camping for the weekend and I would stay home and I would clean that place from top to bottom. And I would just about kill myself doing it. I mean, like just push, 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 push that energy. And that serves me well in a lot of phases, types of life, areas of my life, however I want to put it. As far as, you know, when I did theater, I mean, that's just kind of how you do it. You work and you work and then you work like crazy and let everything else in your life fall to the wayside and not matter for those last weeks of rehearsal. And then you do the show. <gasps> and it's over. You know, it's that project brain, that project mentality that I talk about a lot. And with that is the energy that I would put into the projects. When I viewed my house as a project, I would throw myself into, I would use up every last bit of energy I had, and then I would be good for nothing for a while, you know, while I recovered from that. But when real life later caught up with me, and I found myself in situations where I I didn't have control over my own energy management. You know, I was not the one in charge of how much sleep I was getting or what I was doing with this hour and that hour of my day. Once I had kids, it was like, 
okay, this doesn't work anymore. I can't use up every ounce of energy on my house because there were these little people who had to have my energy for them to be able to survive. And so, you know, that was what really took me from surviving by using those, that project mentality and surviving by using that, expending every bit of my energy in one weekend. It, it made that not possible, which then brought my house to another level of despair and disaster. Okay. So that's where I have to, when I look at it now, I go, okay, how do I manage my energy through the way that I run my home? which then means that I have the energy that I need to be able to run it well. And I can manage even the other tasks and the other things in my life, even the happy things that need energy. So that's why I'm kind of going through all this. And I feel like I'm rambling, but that's okay. I'm talking about energy takers versus energy givers. Okay. Now I want to be really clear on this because when I started um, kind of writing down some notes for this, can you believe with the way I'm rambling that I do have notes, but I do. Okay. I, you know, started thinking about how it really is self-care for me to manage my energy. Um, And then I started thinking, you know, one time I wrote a post about how I felt so much better and just felt revived and had more energy because my bathtub was super clean and how it was just like, oh, now I can take a bath whenever I want to and how that gave me energy. And somebody commented and said something about, how I was going to lose my slob cred by saying that a clean bathtub made me happy. And they were just being funny. So I wasn't offended or anything. But when I think about that, I go, what that really meant was, and this is where I completely and totally relate to that, is when somebody tells me, get your house under control, you're going to feel so much better. Your energy is low because your house isn't under control. If you would get your house under control, you're going to feel better. You're going to, you know, when people start talking about the emotional benefits of decluttering, a lot of times they skip the actual, give me the nitty gritty what to do. Do you know what I mean? Like for you to just tell me that I'm going to feel better and that it's self-care for me to keep my house under control doesn't actually help me because we all know that. Okay. It's not like we like having a dirty bathtub. It's not like we like our house being this way. So it was never an issue of me not understanding that I would feel better if my house was clean. That was never the issue, y'all. I mean, for real. And it was very offensive to me and hurtful and, you know, the opposite of helpful when somebody would just say, you know, if you got your house under control, you'd feel so much better. Or when I say, oh, my house is just making me crazy. Well, if you just got it under control, you wouldn't feel that way anymore. And I'm like, thanks for stating the obvious, but in a completely unhelpful way, because that gave me nothing to actually work on. So that's where I want to be careful in here that I am not just saying, guys, go clean up your house. You're going to have more energy. That's not what I'm doing here, because I know for me personally, that almost had this backfire effect of someone telling me that and me going, okay, do you think I'm an idiot? Which then made me more frustrated, which then zapped my energy even more, which then made it even feel more pointless or less pointful or whatever to work on my house. You know, it's like, okay, but anyway, so I just want to be clear that I'm not just giving you a rah-rah. It's all true though. I do feel better 
I do have more energy when I walk into my house and it's actually clean. I do go, and it gives me energy. Um, I talk a lot about decluttering momentum and, you know, the visibility rule in decluttering, focusing first when you don't know where to start, start in the most visible area because yes, you're going to have visible proof that you've decluttered, but it's also going to register in your brain that your home looks and feels better. And you're going to experience that benefit of feeling more energized. And that energy is going to then help you keep decluttering. Okay. So like that visibility rule, that's so important. Instead of me just telling you, get your house decluttered. No, declutter the most visible space walking by that space is going to trigger some energy in you because it's going to look so much better. You're going to be proud of yourself. And then you're going to move from there. And what you do is you go back to that visible space, do the two days worth versus two months worth of clutter that has collected there. It's done in five minutes instead of two hours and then move to the next most visible space. Okay. So my goal is to always break it down and give you actual steps and actually what to do and why that works as opposed to just saying, you'll feel better. So, you know, I know sometimes along with that, people say, oh, you deserve a clean house. I'm like, that's great. But um, we're not talking about, I deserve a clean house. And so somebody should pay for somebody to come in and clean it every day. I mean, that's just not reality. All right. So I'm trying to go with actual things. So um, instead of me giving you a pep talk, my desire is to help you push through on the things that matter on the things that will give you energy as opposed to taking away energy so that then the experience of gaining energy from the progress that you've made in your home will benefit you um, and will spur you on to keep going and building that, build that momentum. Because all the only thing for me that made me actually believe that it was possible in my home was experiencing it. Okay. So what can you do that will help you experience that my house being a little bit more under control will give me energy and then help me make more progress? Let me tell you about our sponsor for this episode, who is BetterHelp. So many times there is a lot more to clutter than just the stuff. Some of you may be dealing with issues that make getting rid of stuff even harder. So I'm excited to tell you about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling that allows you to connect with a licensed professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. So you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. If you know you need to look into getting counseling, but you're overwhelmed with how to even start, check out BetterHelp. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists around. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. Though I want to be clear, this is not a crisis line. One big advantage, since I know that you guys live all over the place, is there is broad expertise in the network, which might not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. And best of all, it's truly an affordable option. A Slob Comes Clean listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code CLEAN. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash clean 
Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. So your goal here is to do what has to be done and pay attention to how it makes you feel energy wise. Okay. Choose something that I'm going to talk about today and go do it. And then you figure out, does that really make any difference to me or not? Go ahead and be skeptical. Maybe you actually don't care if your bathtub is clean. Maybe you really don't because maybe you don't ever take a bath because you hate baths. I can't understand that because baths are the best. But, and I'm not going to be telling you to clean your bathtub is the thing today, but maybe that isn't Maybe I'm wrong for you and that's fine. But your goal is to figure out where can I focus some energy that's going to then give me more energy as opposed to what would suck the energy away. Okay. Um, so some examples of things that zap energy, uh, not being able to find clean underwear. Okay. I didn't even just say clean clothes. I said clean underwear because clean underwear is really, really important, right? Not being able to find clean underwear is legitimate stress and stress causes exhaustion. So if that is something that makes your whole body, when I say the words, not being able to find clean underwear, if it makes your whole body go, oh yes, that is the worst. And I hate it when that happens. And, and you have an underlying stress in your life of never truly being confident that there's going to be clean underwear in your drawer tomorrow. There's going to be clean drawers in your drawer tomorrow. Then let's focus on that. Okay. If that is something that you know exhausts you, we'll focus on that. Maybe it's not being able to act on inspiration. Maybe like me, you have a creative brain and you like to act on inspiration. I used to think, oh, I need to, you know, I'm just, I work best when I feel inspired. I I work best when I feel inspired, but you know what? Because I would wait to feel inspired to clean the house would get worse and worse. And then that was less likely to feel inspired to clean. And when I was never feeling inspired to clean, then when I felt inspired to be creative, I didn't have any space to be creative in. And so that would also zap my energy. Okay. So thinking of what can I do if if that is your huge energy zapper to not have space to act on inspiration to either cook. Okay. Like let's say that you are somebody who every once in a while, you really feel this desire to cook an amazing meal for your family and you, you order, you pick up the groceries that you need to make something that sounds really good to you. And then you come home and you realize, oh, if I'm going to do that, I have to do a week's worth of dishes first. And then that zaps your energy because you can't act on that inspiration, which then makes you feel like a failure, which then makes you feel even less energy. Okay. Got there. So, so those are some things that zap your energy. So let's talk about how do we give ourselves energy in that. Well, being able to cook even when you're not feeling inspired, then gives energy to help you feel inspired to cook later. What? All right. So if you will just focus on doing the dishes, focus on running the dishwasher, even if that's the only thing you can do, just run the dishwasher. Or if you don't have a dishwasher, do one load worth of what can dry in whatever drying space that you have. Okay. Do one thing where just do that, which is the bare minimum. And then the next time you come back in, it's going to look a little bit better. Maybe your sink is actually empty. So you can do that next load of things that are over on the counter now or whatever. 
or you can run that next load of, of dishes. And then do the most basic meal with whatever you've got in your refrigerator. Just get the most basic thing done. And as you do that, and then do the dishes again tonight, run the dishwasher again tonight after you've cooked that very basic meal. Then the next day, you're kind of living off of that. I'm proud of myself. I really, I cooked a good meal and I got the dishes done. And so then you come in and it's that much easier the next time because you have a little bit of confidence from having cooked and you have the dishes done. And so you say, okay, I'm going to cook again. And then you do the dishes and that starts to feel normal-ish to you over time. It's not going to feel normal-ish within a day or two. But each time you do that, you have a little bit more confidence that it's possible and that it's possible for you. And then that's going to lead to that confidence and that energy is going to lead to you feeling more inspired to make something special. And then you're actually going to be able to make that something special. And then you're going to feel even better about it. And you're going to enjoy that. Does that make sense? That energy builds little by little. But that first time that you do the dishes, (laughs) that's not inspiration. That is, I'm going to use whatever little bit of energy I've got now, and I'm going to do something It's the thing that needs to be done. The dishes need to be done. And by doing that, it's going to open up possibilities for me to do energy, life-giving things later, okay? Something that gives me energy is family time around the table. I mean, my kids are teenagers and I covet that time. I mean, I that time is so precious to me. And the energy required for it. I mean, I, I don't care how much energy it is. If we can sit around the table together, my energy is increased, but even better is when a table doesn't have to be decluttered first. So as I have a little bit of energy at some random time, that's one of my spaces that I go and work on because if I will get that table decluttered, then I know it's going to be that much easier for us to quickly and easily without first having to go, oh my goodness, somebody clear the table. Let's get all the stuff off the table. Without having to do that, we can just sit down and have dinner together. And that's going to be something that gives me more and more energy. Okay. As a mama, those of y'all listening, because I know I have kids and teenagers that listen, sit down and eat with your mama. It's what she wants. I promise. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay. So that that kind of stuff is really key. Just figuring out what is it that gives me energy and how is it that when I when I'm that is more of a hassle than it should be and that sucks the energy away. You know, it's like sometimes you feel like well it's more hassle than it's worth. Well, so let's work on removing that hassle first so that then you can have that thing that gives you energy. It's energy giving in a strange subconscious way to know without ever thinking about it that I have clean clothes to wear. Like that is one of those subconscious things that you don't realize is sucking the energy away, but it is. Um, it also gives me energy to not, to not have to come up with an excuse when it's super logical for me to invite someone over. I mean, that's another way for me to say when I'm able, like when I'm having a conversation with somebody and something comes up where I should really say, hey, let's just do that at my house or let's meet at my house. When I'm able to just say, sure, come on over this afternoon or this evening or next weekend, knowing that I can say that and it's not going to be this huge ordeal like it used to be for me to get my house ready. That's energy giving because those are the things that I want to be able to do. So how do I do that? Well, with the clothes, if it is a nagging constant energy drain on you that you really don't know what you're going to be able to wear tomorrow because you don't have, now I'm not saying I have my outfits planned out, but I know I've got clean stuff and I know I've got stuff I could wear. Okay. And the reason for that is laundry day. And so the energy that I've put into laundry, which has to be done anyway, it just has to. But by putting it in in a way where I did that first laundry day where I basically caught up on months worth of having tried to do a load a day and failing again and again, and ending up with this big pile of stuff that needed to be done by focusing in on, you know, getting through those and then getting it to the point where I was truly only doing one week's worth of laundry on a specific laundry day, which for me is Monday, by doing that, then I ended up giving myself so much energy down the line because I don't have to think about laundry on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I don't have to think about it and I don't have to feel guilty for not thinking about it because that constant, oh, I should probably be doing laundry. That is an energy taker. I mean, that zaps the energy away from me to constantly have a nagging feeling that I should probably be doing laundry right now. And by doing a laundry day, which if you have no idea what I'm talking about, it is, I have podcasts that explain and I have blog posts that explain in detail how laundry day works. There's also two chapters in how to manage your home without losing your mind, one of my books. But having laundry day, even though, yes, it requires energy on the day that I'm doing my laundry, it requires so much less energy overall for me because I don't have that nagging feeling of wondering whether I have clean clothes and of should I be doing laundry right now. Removing that means that yes, even though I have to put physical energy into actually getting the laundry on Monday, it's nothing compared to the mental energy of never knowing if I was going to have clean clothes added to the physical energy of trying to catch up 
every once in a while. Okay, like spend an entire week doing laundry. So that right there, it's energy giving to have that routine. It's energy giving to me to know that if I will run the dishwasher at night and empty it in the morning, I don't have to think about, oh, how bad is the kitchen right now? Oh, okay. I probably I want to do dishes, but I mean, sorry, not I want to do dishes. I want to cook something tonight, but oh, what does the kitchen look like? What all am I going to have to do? Do I have all the stuff clean that I need to be able to do it? To not have to have those nagging feelings and to know that I pretty much have been, maybe not perfectly, but I've pretty much been keeping up with my doing the dishes at night, emptying the dishwasher in the morning. Knowing that means that I have energy. It's not zapping me of energy. And I have the energy to be able to then do the things that I want to do later. Does that make sense? I hope any of this makes sense. I'm not completely confident that any of it does, but hey, and just the five minute pickups, the keeping things generally under control so that dishes are not piled up, laundry is not piled up. We're doing a five minute pickup every day or even almost every day. I've trained my kids how to do that. All those things take energy, but it's nothing compared to the energy it gives when I end up being able to do the things that I want to do that I used to not be able to do because I didn't do those small energy things. So it's that small energy of a five minute pickup every day means that I don't have to do the five hour pickup or the excavating my house for an entire weekend every three months. And and that, that, energy does not, it's not one for one. Do you see what I'm saying? Even though technically five minutes a day might neglected for three months might add up to the however many minutes I would be spending over that weekend. It it doesn't drain me to do the five minutes a day where it completely lays me flat and drains me to have to do the entire weekend of excavating my house. Make sense? Okay. I hope this has been helpful. I think I've said, does that make sense? Like 15 times, but I hope it does. But before I go, I wanted to make sure that you know um, about our Patreon community. I love, 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 love my patrons. um, And I'm very appreciative for of them, for them. I appreciate them. Anyway, they are um, lovely people and I appreciate you guys. And they support the show at $5 a month. Uh, you can support support it at any level. But if you're at least at $5 a month, you can, uh, one of the perks of that is to get invited to the super secret Facebook group, where um, you can just kind of have more than just me talking, but also know that there are others out there who really do understand and who are supportive. And you know, I don't know about you guys, but there's a lot of wackadoodle decluttering and cleaning ideas that float around in random conversations in the world that I sometimes I just keep my mouth shut because I'm like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. I've figured it out. I've written the books. I have figured it out. And for me personally, and my personality, that doesn't work. So if you find yourself in a lot of situations where people don't understand what it is that you have to do and how you have to look at your house, then check out um, Patreon and see if you would like to be a supporter of the show and go find your people in the Facebook group for that. So anyway, okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.